Hey, Slump Busters, welcome in. It's time for episode 88 of the Slump Buster podcast. I'm your host, Juju Talk Sports, and my guest today is going to be Dustin Zare of the Austin Rugby Podcast. My foul 512 native is here to tell you everything you need to know about rugby in America. And it's a very interesting subject, and it's a very interesting podcast, so I definitely think you'll enjoy this one. But before we do that, folks, it's time to give a shout out to our partners. It's time to welcome on a newcomer. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedrooms. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from a little extra confidence in the bedroom for when it's time to perform, visit Blue Chew for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SLUMP at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code SLUMP to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Slump Buster. Our next partner, a long timer, one that we always love to talk about on the podcast. Yes, I am talking about Manscaped.com. Manscaped provides the perfect tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0, the number one in below the waist grooming. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the new improved lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Not only does Manscaped obsess over technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, but they use the best ingredients in their formulations. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, an anti-japing ball deodorant and moisturizer. If you want to look your best, smell your best, manscaped.com provides the products just for you. Get 20% off and free shipping and handling with the promo code slump at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and handling at manscaped.com and use promo code slump. And lastly, it's time to give a shout out to CavemanCoffeeCo.com, an Albuquerque, New Mexico based product. We're from Albuquerque, New Mexico. We can tell you we only provide the best. Talking about their best, their cold brew coffees are delicious. They give you that boost and I can't recommend them enough. Speaking of stuff I can't recommend enough, have you tried their mammoth blend? This thing gives you a kick of energy in the morning and the perfect way to start your day. But if you're looking for something a little bit more light, let's say you just want to refresh yourself. How about trying one of their hibiscus teas? Delicious, sensational. These products, I can't speak highly about them enough, but they can be yours if you use promo code SLUMP at checkout to save yourself 15% off your next purchase. Yes, promo code SLUMP at cavemancoffeeco.com. I guess the point of this, folks, use promo code SLUMP. Don't be a chump. Save yourself a whole lot of money, whether that be bluechew.com, manscaped.com, or cavemancoffeeco.com. Thank you to our partners. All right, guys, it is showtime. Dustin's there, episode 88, hashtag bust the slump. Enjoy.
Welcome to the Slump Busters. It is time for episode 88 of the Slump Buster podcast. I'm your host, Juju Talk Sports, and my guest today is Mr. Dustin Zare of the Austin Rugby Podcast, the community liaison for our <laughs> local Austin rugby group. And Dustin, we've been trying to get this one going for a couple of weeks, but we had a battle Snowvid, technical glitches, and, and a everything. number of other issues that have come about. Uh, hell, even today we had to deal with a little bit to get started here, but I appreciate your patience and I'm happy to have you. How's your day going, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's um the the weather here continues to change. And so what is it like today? Almost 80 degrees. So good weather. So we're <laughs> powering through. <laughs> I appreciate having you on this week in particular because we actually had some Canadians to start the week. They were probably looking at us here in Texas with all our issues with the cold and we're wondering <laughs> what the hell were we doing down here. But yeah, you right. yourself can attest to those first couple days, I tell you, were just miserable. Like, how yeah. did you manage? Oh, we were good. Yeah, you know, I live downtown, Austin. So lucky for that. So I'm on the same power line as Dell Seaton. And that's kind of nice because they don't ever turn that power off. Feel bad. We had guys in our in our uh, supporters group who, you know, five, seven days without power. But, you know, we try to do our part, boil water for people and just do what we can. Without the electricity, without the power, like that combination of events. It was interesting living like a caveman for at least two days there. Uh, caveman, mind you, with an iPad and some saved movies on there. That yeah, got right. us by at least the first night. Uh, having to go out in the car and charge my phone, though, that was a... Uh, Something I never want to have to repeat again as we kind of like go. You you were one of the ones that were out without power, yeah? Oh, yeah. Up here in North Austin, uh, they were told us rolling blackouts, but uh, there was no rolling in that blackout. We just kind of... It got rolled over. (laughs) Exactly. There's a whole set of issues coming from that. Lawsuits and all that. Families experience, like, unfortunately deaths and all that yeah, so man. prayers out to anyone that was like severely affected at least you know a little bit pr- more privileged than most in the sense we were i was able to like you know survive get past yeah. all that mess uh, so yeah hopefully everyone's doing okay there um but you know i came across your page like about two months ago or so and you right. brought up an interesting point to me that we actually have a professional rugby association here in austin that despite me living here for four years and you having a <laughs> podcast for three years I had no idea about. Tell me what is like that kind of community and like how have you guys uh, been kind of like promoting and trying to get more attention to the sport here locally? Yeah, sure. So uh, yeah, it's been surprisingly to most and actually I'd say surprisingly up until about we'll call it September, October of last year you know obviously covid took over last year and the season was canceled but austin does have a professional rugby team part of major league rugby inception in 2018 which is the first year so it's been around this will be year four technically you know we had year three got five games in and then just like the nba and everything else they canceled the season outright unlike the other sports however we've been kind of working on our podcast just kind of growing the community and just trying to get the name out recently purchased by an australian billionaire so if you know the f4 45 uh, exercise facilities, kind of like uh, a gold gym, if you will. So there's a couple here in Austin. So owner of F45 bought Austin's team and renamed it to the Austin Gilgronies or the AGs as we call them. But the podcast itself, we've been kind of just giving people a rundown of, hey, what's rugby? Because a lot of people in Austin have no idea. We're in the home of football, man. Like you've, you've here for four years, you know, this is football heaven in Texas. So, you know, we just try to tell people what rugby is, give them an idea of who the team is. And I think that's kind of one of the unique things, right? Rugby is a sport that is very family oriented and very community focused. So in a non-COVID season, 
you would go up to players after, you know, after a match and down on the field and they'd, they'd be out there for the rest, you know, a couple hours, just signing and, you know, shirts and books and whatever, you know, balls, if you will, and just hanging out with you know, all the different fans and just meeting and greeting them. Obviously that doesn't happen right now, but, you know, kind of moving forward, that's kind of the goal to grow rugby and the knowledge about the sport and building a stronger community here in Austin around it. Well, how is that going to come back this year? I know, for example, many sports are trying to like test out, especially here in Texas, uh, fan attendance and um, seeing how it goes. I know the Texas Rangers, uh, you actually voted on our poll, decided to open up to 100% man, that's, occupancy. We, we, we can get into political stuff, but that's uh, that's questionable, man. Like I'm, not, <laughs> I'm a little hesitant on that one, that's for sure. <laughs> I was okay with the limited attendance. I mean, how I've been yeah. to like a Dallas Cowboys game this year, 100% does 100%. seem a little bit uh, just trying to rush into yeah. it. I know in particular when it comes to the Rangers, though, obviously they, opened a, brand, <laughs> they opened a brand new stadium last yeah. year and did not have the opportunity to have anyone in it. So I'm yeah. sure that they're just eating they really money at get this people point. There. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably a little bit of motivation there for them. Um, so Austin Rugby in particular, is there going to be some sort of fan presence this time around? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Major League Rugby kicks off next weekend, actually. I, I don't know when this episode comes out if it comes out hopefully tomorrow. before next Wednesday <laughs> yeah so so next Saturday the 20th is the first match for Major League Rugby it's the first day for Major League Rugby pretty exciting here in Austin so it's on KXAN KBVO local television which is pretty awesome to see for those fans that can't make it out for those that can you can go out 50% capacity right now at Bold Stadium is where they're playing so that is you know for me it's pretty cool the tickets are actually from what I understand and talking with the team they're kind of flying off the shelf for that opening match the exciting thing about it is the fact that Paul Oakenfold so if you're a big dance music or house music you know fan uh, you may or may not be I don't know if you are he's going to be playing after the match on the 20th and they play uh, I believe uh, the Utah Warriors um, are coming to town on the 20th the Austin rugby team is partnered with the Austin Music Foundation you know as you probably know Austin being the live music capital of the world there really has been no live music for almost a year now and so they decided this year that they were going to partner with them so after every single austin ag gilgroni austin you know ag match they're going to have a live basically a live concert uh, with some pretty big names uh, i've heard rumors of some big names who also support austin fc i can't really say anything about that but that they may be playing there as well so i think that's been a big draw so as of right now they're looking hopefully about 2500 people spread around bold stadium they're social distancing you can buy tickets in groups of i want to say two four six and i think they have larger pods but you know mask mandates are, are in place you got to wear a mask inside the common area so that's about all i know on that capacity so they, they i mean they're going to have people in the stands. I know that for a fact. Sounds exciting, especially too, like you mentioned, uh, awesome music, the heart of the city kind of like getting taken away uh, over the last year with COVID. It's nice to hear that performances are starting to come back. And it just makes sense too that Austin Rugby would get associated with like um, a lot of the live performers out here give some opportunity too to people hear some music maybe they're not accustomed to. I think that's really cool. This is message brought to you by the Foundation for a Perfect Package. Why do I need Manscaped? Why do I need Manscaped? Why do I need Manscaped? Because the only fruit I want is the one up top. Because being in a relationship is not an excuse to be lazy. Because I like talking ball, not smelling like them. Because deforestation is proven to prevent forest virus. 
Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped's Crop Preserver guarantees that you smell your best all day long. Manscaped boxer briefs are the most comfortable underwear on the market. Manscaped's advanced skincare technology makes Nick's a thing of the past. Manscaped is the number one in men's grooming. Subscribers get two free blade refills every three months. Get 20% off plus free shipping handling with the promo code SLUMP at manscaped.com. That's the promo code SLUMP at manscaped.com. Get your lawnmower 3.0 today. We are the Slump Busters. And we approve this message. Uh, so with Major League Rugby, obviously it sounds like there's money getting dropped into it. Uh, you mentioned a Australian billionaire. Uh, what does that presence look like here in the States? Uh, so Major League Rugby, I mean, rugby in the States, at, at certain points, you can go back in history and look at the Olympics, for example, back in was it 23, I think. The U.S. was actually the last team to win rugby gold, which is kind of cool. Now, American football kind of took over in its place and, you know, other countries grew up and you know they decided they wanted to have rugby teams like you know New Zealand and Australia and now they are the powerhouses in in the rugby world but in the states you know there's there's teams now like we're up to 13 teams in the league so you're everywhere from Seattle, San Diego, New York, New England, DC, Atlanta, Houston. There was a team in Dallas, but they're going to start this year as an expansion team. And they decided to back out and hold off till 2022. But there's, you know, Toronto, we even have a team in Canada. So they're actually playing in Atlanta to start off while all the COVID stuff is kind of goes on. But you know, the, the, the presence of major league rugby in the U S is growing exponentially. You can tell basically by probably a, a couple of different things. First one is partnerships just got announced this past week that American Airlines, you know, out of Dallas is the official partner for Major League Rugby. So you'll start seeing all kinds of stuff with American Airlines advertising with Major League Rugby. There are probably, I'm trying to think, quite a few different podcasts and at least group organizations that are present throughout America and and even internationally that have eyes on American rugby. Rugby in America is not just American players. You know, Austin, for example, has got guys from New Zealand, Australia, or head coach and assistant coach are from Australia, former international superstars. And for a lot of Americans, you may not know it if you've never been, a, if you're not a fan of the sport, but for those around the world, starting to get more eyes on it, which kind of drew in some of that money from, uh, you know, our new owner and Adam Gilchrist, the owner of F45, who also owns the team in Los Angeles. It's pretty interesting to see the growth in the sport. The first couple years, games were on like CBS Sports and Facebook Watch. And so that was about the extent of it. This year, we've signed a deal with Fox Sports 1 and 2 and CBS Sports again. And I believe launching next week, MLR is uh, featuring a brand new app to watch all the rugby matches for free to everybody around the world which is pretty cool. And, you know, you kind of tie that in with a lot of the local broadcasts, you know, to have KXA and KBVO as one of the broadcast partners here in Austin, to have Dudley and Bob be the in-stadium announcers who are on, uh, oh, what's the radio station uh, here in Austin? I don't know. I just listened to podcasts in the car, right? I just forgot (laughs) the name of the radio station. Uh, It's okay. But that's kind of one of those examples, right? You know, the the growth of the sport is, is exponential right now. And, We'll probably see by probably by 2023, 2024 teams in Chicago, maybe a team in Miami teams, another team in Canada, who knows? So the, the growth and, and not just, you know, there's even talk about Mexico City having a team. Who knows? That, that's that's kind of the the interest that there is now. So I think the more and more 
that people get exposed to the sport and see how great it is. I mean, 80 minutes of nonstop action. It's not like a downs in football. It's nonstop. It's go, go, go. I know people kind of are hesitant about it because they sometimes say, well, man, I just don't know what's happening. Same happens with every other sport. Like you just got to learn. You just got to teach people. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal with a lot of the podcasts that are out there. A lot of the, the broadcasts, you know, CBS sports and Fox sports, those announcers like Dan Power and, you know, Lincoln Rose, they will be trying to describe to you what's going on on the field at the same time. So it kind of helps in that capacity. My thing on a sport, like in particular, like rugby, soccer, whatever it is, I think half the battle is accessibility to the yeah. average uh, viewer. If it's hard and you have to go out of your way to find something, more often than not, people aren't going to do it. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> so sure. So it's really good truth. to hear that you're you're seeing the sport uh, get put on Fox Sports 1 yeah. or CBS or any of these uh, easily accessible television stations. You mentioned the ones here locally in Austin yeah. uh, because ultimately, you know, you just want someone to come back after a long day at work or something and just throw on the TV and it's just there. And I think well, that's kind of like what helps kind of get people like, oh, what, what's this what's going on you know a little bit going yeah a lot of it is just eyes eyes on the sport in general i, I think that that's probably one of the biggest things what you're saying is just to say oh that's rugby i'll turn on for a couple minutes and they see high intensity i mean they see guys that are looking at starting lineups for the preseason match that's that's tonight and they're saying oh my gosh he's six four 220 pounds and he runs a four five forty holy crap like that's a i mean these guys are, are athletes and there's no doubt about it so i think when some of these texas fans and you know football fans around the world when they say you know i want to see something in the off season right there's no football going on right now uh, no xfl no anything nothing like that anymore and so they say i want to see some hard-hitting action i think rugby is going to fill that spot pretty quickly. Now, how did you yourself, uh, American-born citizen Dustin, <laughs> find yourself uh, gain into the sport of rugby? Um, because obviously you mentioned it here in the heart of Texas, uh, football's uh, so football's extensive. <laughs> yeah, football is king. And it doesn't really matter whether you're a basketball fan, baseball fan, whatever, football is king. It just tends to reign over all the other sports. So rugby, like, um, which I would say, and no disrespect in the statement, just probably like more fifth, sixth, somewhere in the pecking order when you consider it's football, basketball, baseball here in America. You Hockey, probably have, soccer. You have combat sports mixed in there too. Tennis. Yeah, lacrosse, so many other sports that like- Cornhole. Exactly. <laughs> Take How you see professional bowling on ESPN. Yeah, uh, it's, so it's, it's a thing that's happened, you know. So this this probably goes back to like the mid mid nineties, late nineties when ESPN two first came out. Uh, that's when I first probably started recognizing rugby. You had late night, you'd have rugby, and you'd have a, a Aussie rules football. Like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, but you know, you just saw it and you watched it a little bit. Did the you watch movie, on ESPN the Ocho? Is that what happened? Well, Ocho wasn't around when I was when I was young. When ESPN two came out, that was like the greatest thing. Like, oh my gosh, a second channel for sports. Yeah, people would lose their mind. <laughs> and so, but now you know you've got thirty seven channels and live streaming and everything. ESPN Plus shows everything else under the sun. Like I said, dog and frisbee throwing for <laughs> for some for some of you who like it. Speaking of dogs, my dog barking in the background. So apologize about that. It's it, it's all right. But I. I think one, you know, how I got into the sport, you know, probably in high school, you know, I played football, there was a local you know, college rugby team and in the off season just wanted to go and hit people, right? I grew up in, I went to high school in Ohio. So that's kind of how I got associated with it, played college baseball, and then decided I got after I got hurt and couldn't play anymore. I just said, well, you got to play something to keep in shape and went and found local college rugby team ended up uh, playing in, in Kentucky for 
quite a few years. Then when played at that time in early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s, it would be probably the equivalent of men's division one rugby and, and then decided to retire. So I didn't, so I could walk for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's how I kind of got involved in it. But you know, back in 2008, 2009, when I, when I quit playing rugby in the U S hadn't made it to the level that it is now. So it's taken quite a while. Been there's been a couple of world cups that U S has gone to and played and we start growing more and more fans. But I think with the creation of major league rugby, and the growth of the sport over the past four years, I think now more eyes are getting onto the sport, more broadcasts are being shown of both professional rugby, men's top level club rugby. In Austin, we have professional rugby, but we have two of the top men's you know, club teams here in the Austin Huns and Austin Blacks, and one of the top women's team in the Austin Valkyries. So it's not as though Austin is a, is a stranger to high level rugby and to the game itself. I think that's kind of one of the most important things is people are seeing it everywhere now. And I think that's kind of one of the most exciting things about it. Now you mentioned uh, being able to walk. What would you say is the average shelf life for someone who uh, is an avid rugby player and certainly want a professional? I don't, I don't know. I mean, some people say, so I, 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 I stepped back from playing when I was 27, but I had three knee surgeries that, you know, some guys, you know, play into their thirties or early thirties, mid thirties. We got a couple guys on Austin that are in their, their early thirties, early to mid thirties. Yeah. So probably, probably around that. Then you, then you've got guys who play club rugby, who I remember playing with one guy who was 55 out there playing with a bunch of 20 year olds, just hard nosed old horse farmer who go out and just beat the crap out of people. So I almost said something else. I didn't know what rating this podcast was. So we're we're called me. the slump buster. We know what we are. <laughs> I say go beat the shit out of people. And that's exactly what happened. They're just guy just go out there and bash heads with somebody. He didn't care, but 55 years old, still playing. <laughs> well, that's certainly impressive, but injury rate, like how prevalent are injuries in the sport? Well, I mean, any sport you have injuries, there's no doubt about it, but in any contact sport, there have been studies that have shown that, you know, rugby itself is actually safer than American football as far as tackling. And in fact, there's, there's perfect examples of, I believe it was the University of Michigan, like uh, Harbaugh brought in the, the South African rugby, some of the South African rugby teams, actually the Springboks, he brought them in to teach his guys how to tackle properly. And you know, one of the biggest things in professional football is, you know, in college football is just missed tackles. You know, guys that are just trying to arm tackle and just grab at somebody where in rugby, there's no arm tackling. You have to tackle around or below the waist. Like you can't tackle up around the neck. There's no shoulder charges. There's nothing like that. You actually have to wrap somebody up and take them to the ground to make a tackle or it should be penalized. And so I think when you start looking at different sports, and the injury rate, you know, there's going to be injuries, eh? broken noses, torn ACLs, hamstrings, things like that. Concussions happen, you know, it's happened. But at the same time, you just kind of got to take it, you know, as a contact sport and say, you look at it, the injury rate is not quite as high as it is in, in professional football, or I should say football in football in general. What do uh, casual viewers or like we said, that guy on the couch who's just flipping on their TV, what is the biggest thing that they need to get over the hump for to enjoy the sport properly. Oh man, the biggest thing you got to get over the hump for. Anybody that turns it on to start off with, you will be confused a little bit. But to know that the ball is the offside line, right? So if you're a soccer fan, you know that you can't go in front of the ball. Same in rugby. The ball acts as the offside line. So the ball is always onside, offside. If you're on offense, the ball travels backwards. And that's the only way that you can, you can pass it backwards. You can pass it kind of flat we call it flat down the line, but you can pass it straight left or right, or you pass it backwards. You can't throw it forwards. 
The only way the ball travels forward is if you run through the through what they call the gain line or if you kick the ball forward. So it's kind of a mix. You know, I tell people is there's a little bit of soccer. There's a little bit of football. There's a little bit of wrestling and there's a little bit of ballet. <laughs> and you know, they say ballet because if the ball goes out of bounds, people throw it in. You'll see guys that are six, seven, six, eight getting lifted up in the air to compete compete for a line out just like you would a tip off a basketball and of course and everybody knows the scrum probably I've heard, heard. Of, I've heard of scrum yeah. I've seen big yeah. piles yeah what's what we got so, going so, on but, with scrum? so this is this is this is my biggest pet peeve when football announcers say that they're, they're in a scrum what what they say to the scrum is just a bunch of people laying on top of like one another a scrum in rugby is really like the hike in football, right? So if you have five offensive linemen, we'll just call it five because you, you know, you throw a tight end in there, two tight ends, whatever you want to do. But we'll call it just the main five, your center guards and tackles. And then you have your nose guard, your tackles and your ends. So you're five on five. Take that and add three more guys to it who are also just as big as some of those offensive linemen. And what they do, they're going to sit here and they're going to, when the referee says engage, they will pound into each other. And then it's just a matter of brute force of which team can push the other team backwards so that the ball can go out the back of the scrum and that happens it doesn't happen as much as it does in football you know most scrums maybe around 10 to 15 a game but i think that that's something that you should know that's what a scrum is it's not when people are just in a pile falling over people that, that's called a ruck <laughs> a, a ruck is when you see people just kind of bat, battling back and forth a scrum is a, a set piece in rugby where two teams engage in a, in, a, in a trial of combat and the strongest team that can push the other team backwards wins okay let's play the rugby dictionary <laughs> game here so all right we got through scrum and rock is there any other terms that uh, oh casual God. fans need to know or yeah. the must knows no it's good yeah, we can go through it so uh, a ruck is basically when somebody gets tackled to the ground when i said the, the ball is the offside line when that person falls on the ground they become that offside line so the two teams have to be back you can battle at the ruck is what they you know they call call it jackling at the ruck in order to gain possession but normal rugby you get tackled and go to the ground you have to set the ball down and then a player must take the ball and throw it out the back as they say to his, his offense if you will and the good, good thing about rugby is everybody plays offense and defense so if anybody listening if you are an, a defensive lineman or a defensive back and you never get to run with the ball come try rugby because well you can run with the ball all the time <laughs> but as far as terminology line out that that's kind of a good one to know when the ball goes out of bounds they'll have a line out so they'll throw the ball from the out of bounds in the air and people will kind of battle like i said they'll jump up in the air and try to battle for a line out try so touchdown we know the origins of the word touchdown actually came from rugby so in a touchdown you anywhere you run across the the the, uh, the end zone line you do the two-point conversion or you kick from straight in front of the uh, the, field, the field goal post in rugby you actually have to touch the ball to the ground in order to score a try and then wherever you touch the ball on the ground you have to kick from that so if you touch it down in the far right hand corner your kicker now has to do you know he can't kick straight in front he's kicking at a 45 degree angle from about 40 meters out so it's a bit harder of a kick so the goal is to try to touch it down between the sticks tries are worth five points the kick after is worth two you can kick a penalty goal or a field goal and that's worth three so that's pretty easy scoring so seven and three still still exist you can kick a drop goal so in the middle of play if guys are battling back and forth and a guy decides he wants to drop the ball off the ground and kick it through the uprights 
then you get three points. So it's like taking a field goal from a, like a quarterback, taking a field goal in the middle of a play. That's the best example I can have. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. There's all kinds, there's positions, you know, you can go back and listen to probably one of the very first episodes of the Austin rugby podcast. We talk about positions and stuff. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a long time ago. So bear with me on, on how bad I sounded back then, but years of experience. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, like looking back at old broadcasts and it's even bad, just man, today, right? sometimes, isn't it, isn't yeah, it terrible. You just like, look back, oh, you're like, I said, like too much. I said, um, too much. What, what's wrong with me? What am I doing it's a, here? It's, I talk about that and I say, um, and I've noticed myself saying, um, about three or four times too many that I've been like, man, yeah, to cut back on that. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> come the, on, the, the little, <laughs> little small critiques here. So if you're, someone's out there thinking about starting their own podcast or my fellow podcasters in arms, uh, you know, <laughs> you know. all what I'm talking about, you know, the struggles. <laughs> I, I love people that come onto the podcast and they say, how many takes are we going to do? And how many takes do you do it in? Or, or, or is this good? No, sorry. Is it going live as it is? And I said, Oh no. I said, this never goes live as it is. I'd be terrible at this sometimes. Like I got to cut out a bunch of stuff and adjust and make, <laughs> make changes. Just light polishing. I feel as though yeah. as long as you're not changing the essence of your podcast, if you're not like <laughs> editing whole sentences out to make your point sound better, oh, you're yeah, fine. No, no, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just a matter of like, you know, you want to provide the best listening experience to all y'all out there that ha have downloaded this show. And yeah, I, right. I think that that's kind of like one of those struggles to like a rookie podcaster, you know, it's just like, just let you, it play, man. Exactly. You know, <laughs> like you're, you're just kind of throw on the record button and see what happens when you're doing it the first couple go rounds. And then if you're really committed to it and you want to make a good product, that's when you actually sit down and do the time in post-production to make it sound good, clean, no. And that's clear. that's hopefully when you have enough people like uh, like Joe Rogan's team that can do it for you and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right? I, I need a Jamie. That's what we Come need. On, we man. need a Jamie behind the scenes. That's the other, hey, that's Jamie, the other pull thing. that up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, there you go. That's the other thing, right? So Joe Rogan here in Austin, you're a podcaster and I'm a podcaster. Our big goal has been to get Joe Rogan to recognize rugby. Like He's a rugby fan, right? He said it on his podcast a few times. He's had rugby players on there. Our goal is to say Matthew McConaughey's got, he, he's got Austin FC and we'd be happy to have Matthew McConaughey come and, and support the AGs as well. But I think that that's, we really want Joe Rogan. The supporter, <laughs> the supporters group, I should tell you this too. We, we've decided because it's the Austin Gilgronies. Gil, don't ask. There's a whole story about why Adam Gilchrist and the Negroni make the Gilgronies a soon to be out Texas beverage was the original name, but they call themselves the AGs, kind of like the Oakland A's, you know, used to be the, called the Athletics. Everybody calls them the A's. I see you're a San Francisco guy, so you get it. <laughs> but the supporters fan club now, we're kind of dubbing ourselves the Gilgroniacs. If you go back to like the Hulkamaniacs from late, late oh, yeah, 80s, brother. early, early 90s, what you gonna do, brother? Eat <laughs> so, your vitamins, <laughs> say your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we, 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 we've been working on that. So, you know, what you going to do when, uh, when the Gilgroniacs run wild on you. And so that's kind of, that's kind of the fun thing. We're trying to get Joe Rogan to become a Gilgroniac. And that's, that's, that's our goal right now. <laughs> well, you know, we could bring the 23 inch python. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would be really cool. Obviously. I mean, Hey, you gain in touch with Joe Rogan. It's actually interesting. Um, we've tagged him a few times quite a few times give him a few tags <laughs> oh yeah hoping he just doesn't blow him off right yeah um, my my plan because i was listening to one of his more recent pods and he was shouting out chewies all the time i'm like oh, yeah. you know what i guess i'll just sit in random chewies just and just hope that he kind of like walks through the door um <laughs> I, I guess i could get down on some chewies margaritas if you're from the 512 you you know all about chewies you know yeah right 
and that's that's kind of one of those things you know it's austin's a big austin's a big small town like people know people around here and i think the fact that austin rugby is on television and here in austin and there's billboards around the city and we're partnering with the austin music foundation it's only a matter of time until they go oh shit like that yeah okay i'll be over there and watch that <laughs> well, you talk about joe's motivations for moving down here obviously he just wanted things to be a little bit less restricted than they are in Cali at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if the fact that he can even go to a rugby event right now, I yeah. think is like a huge step in the direction that Joe's hoping for. So maybe who knows, you see him out in the stands sometime checking stuff out. It seems like he's very active in the community so far. Yeah. Maybe that's just the honeymoon phase of moving to Austin and trying to experience everything, go everywhere <laughs> and do that. Because I, I think, you know, when I moved down here for sure, like, uh, I try to just squeeze it all into those for a few months. I don't know about you, obviously coming from Ohio. Yeah, well, I mean, it's you squeeze, you eat a lot of tacos. You you have about three avocados a day. Yeah, you drink some good beer. Um, yeah, you go out and just kind of be out in the city, and you you, you gain a few pounds when you move to Austin because oh, you, yeah, yeah. you don't realize how much you really like brisket until you have Austin brisket. I mean, Franklin's is great. I think we all can agree that Franklin's is great, but um, the fact favorite. that it's a whole day commitment uh, just yeah. it, it's a tough one. That's why Terry Black's Barbecue, if you haven't checked it out or heard that's about yours? it, okay. it's, it's uh, I think that's like my favorite when you consider the time, weight commitments <laughs> of Franklin. Yeah. If, for me, it's Valentina's. Drive south a little bit, south of Austin, as you're going towards Buda and, or Buda or whatever they want to call it. Whatever yeah. they want. They, yeah, they right, say right. all kinds of weird stuff yeah. like uh, uh, Guadalupe is uh, uh, Guadalupe. Don't get me started on Manchac. Mancha, it's, it's oh, Manchaca. Manchaca. It's, it's Manchaca, man. Yeah. What else? Is San Jacinto. I think I think you've seen San Jack. Some, yeah, exactly. Like, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. I mean, Good I know it. I don't use my own culture, but come on. <laughs> it's not even it's not even my culture. And I'm like, I know it's not right. I haven't lived in California for a long time. Like, I know that's not right. You know, for anyone that may be of Catholic origin, uh, it's not Lady of Guadalupe. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. I guess this is just more motivation for people who are considering moves to Austin. We know everyone's moving out here these days. That's the truth. If anybody wants a house a mile from downtown, make me an offer. <laughs> hey, you know, good food. We've got some rugby going. There's a lot of stuff going down here in Austin. Um, Austin, and, you Austin know, FC as well. Austin me. FC, that's, that's opening up here in a little bit. And um, definitely want to make it a point to check out some of their games. Um, they started building that stadium right around the time that like Corona really broke out. Yeah. And by the time, so I went out of town for a month, came back, stadiums completely built. It was great. They went so fast. Well, they had nothing to worry about because there, there was nobody blocking traffic or anything because everybody was quarantined inside. And so <laughs> it took advantage. A, it's a beautiful stadium, man. The queue. That's what, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> well, it's perfectly positioned there, you know, just right by the domain and all this newly developed area yeah. right off the freeway. Uh, they're going to have a lot of attention or ability to access them. Speaking of just access to the casual fan, uh, even myself, I'll admit, like I, I'm not a not soccer a, guy. Not a soccer Anyone who's yeah. talked to me knows I'm not a soccer guy. I just hear soccer and I kind of just like in one ear out the other. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it's here and it's right in front of me, I don't have to go out of my way to pursue it might make even the coldest heart expand three sizes today. <laughs> there you go, man. It's one of the changes that the rugby team saw, you know, previous seasons, first season, first and second season, they actually played up in Round Rock. So it was pretty far north. Now they're playing at Coda. It's a little further south. And I get that. 
but I know that they are talking about, you know, bus shuttles and stuff as, as kind of the COVID things change from downtown, you know, so we'll see, you know, obviously it's growing pretty fast out there. It's right near the airport. There's talks of train lines. Any potential I, I, for them to get inside the queue? I mean, the off I mean, seasons are, it's, you know, aligned differently, right? No, they're, they're, they're same time. The they're going to be on play. the same time. Okay. It'll be tough. I mean, that's a, it's a multi-million dollar stadium. It seats 24,000, I think something around there. You know, it's I, as much as I would love to see Austin rugby get to the point where we can get 20 something thousand people in a stadium. The, the biggest crowd we ever had so far was at when we played season two at Dell Diamond and it's somewhere around 18, 1900. So it's not a lot, but people didn't know about it like they do now if we say 50 percent at, at bold stadium at coda the max capacity of bold stadium is 5,000, you know and that's without standing room if you will and so we're talking 2,500 people and tickets are selling pretty fast for that i mean it, it costs nothing i think it's you know 15 20 bucks you can go to agrugby.com they have it all on there or follow you know austin rugby supporters on on social media like we'll, we post the ticket prices and we retweet stuff you know that'll be on everything but i think to go see a you go see a concert and you get a beer and watch rugby match for 20 bucks. That's less than going to the movies, especially to see some of the big, you know, big names that they had coming there. I miss movies. Speaking of things that I miss, <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm on this. So let me open this can of worms here. I don't believe that movie theaters are going to get completely replaced. And why I say that, I'm not a big streaming guy. I, I like the experience of going to a movie theater, right? Yeah. Isn't that just like a thing in itself? Just going out to an event, getting out of the house, We've been stuck in the house for our entire year. Get me out of the house for a bit. I know, right? Yeah. I, I think, you know, when it comes down to it, will movie theaters get replaced? No, they'll never get replaced. I'm indifferent. I go back and forth on the movie theater thing. Because I like to be yeah. able to pause it, go to use the restroom, go grab another beer, not miss anything, sit down. I mean, I've, I don't have a big television. I mean, my television is like 43 inches, so it's not nothing special. It's 4K curved, so it's just like going to movie theater because I sit right here, <laughs> face all planted in the television. But for the most part, I think it's pretty easy. You know, I'm really just saying this as an AMC stockholder. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Shameless plug, right? (laughs) Exactly. Just trying to boost my own stock there. I'll tell you what, I'd go see it for some of the big like action movies. Yeah, I I feel like, yeah, those those need to be watched in theaters. You need to have like that experience. Yeah, yeah. Like when you just watch it at home, like I watched, for example, the new Wonder Woman movie, which it was okay. It had its moments, you know, but I feel like I would have appreciated it more if I saw it in the theaters, you know? Like watching it just at home, it was just kind of like a casual thing. You could mess around on your phone. <laughs> at least, you know, with like, for example, Almo Draft House, you know, some people would contest this, but the fact that they make you put away your phone, I think is actually a more honest experience of viewing of yeah. a movie when it's <laughs> on the theaters, you know, yeah. you're, you're not distracted like you would be sure. at home, you know, yeah. I think that's kind of one of those things. You got Justice League, you know, Snyder Cut coming out for the Justice League. That's like, that's probably a movie size. That's probably a theater size video that you should watch. <laughs> It would have been nice, it's but four, a, four and a half hours or something like that. So I yeah, don't know I, that, that would have been a tough one. But yeah, I, I think people will see. You know, I saw like someone release an app like that tells you what times are perfect time takes a pee break during a movie. Can people really <laughs> not hold their like bladders that much? Like, is, is that what we're talking Listen, about? Man, if you're going out of a draft house and you have a pint or two before you go in, just don't know, break the tap. You can't break, break the, the seal. That just don't like rules when you're out <laughs> drinking there anyway. 
But yeah, anyway, Dustin, you know, I appreciate you coming on, of course, you know, I I think that it's uh, nice to learn about something that's actually happening in my backyard that like I just got underappreciated for a while. And I definitely want to make it a point to go out to some of these limited capacity games. I want to make it every effort to be out there myself because, you know, I think it's good. It's if anything too, for just someone that's even on the fence about it. It's an event. It's something to increase something your viewing. In yeah, it's something to do in Austin, something to get you out of the house if you're mm-hmm. looking for that unique experience. And I, I think that Austin rugby can like really uh, develop. And then the Rugby Association as a whole, like, um, yeah, Major League Rugby is, you know, listen, I, I'm sure that you have listeners around the world. So, yeah. you know, we, we see like that one random person in Finland that's downloading. Like, so, yeah, you know, like we appreciate you. Number <laughs> top 25 football podcast in Canada. So just saying, <laughs> Woo! There, there you go. I mean, you know, I, I think it's one of those things. that's not just not just in Austin. It's it's the rest of the United States. Like rugby is I think people are really going to start seeing it more and more this year. And it's going to be a big season for rugby and everything going on. So I, I'm excited for it. You know, we'll we continue to interview players and coaches and stuff on the podcast on the austin rugby podcast and texas rugby monthly so if you are in texas and you want to know more about it just just give us a follow there's replays of games that are on there that we stream we've got live announcer on on the day this is being recorded we actually have a live broadcast going on literally right now (laughs) as i look (laughs) at my phone i can i see everything going so okay one thing we always like to ask our guests before they head out though favorite all-time sports movie Oh my gosh, favorite all-time sports movie. We get that same reaction too because we just put people on the spot with it. Um, I mean, I was going to be like a real smart ass and say like Air Bud 3. Uh, you can if you wanted to go Air Bud 3. No. Man. Dog, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog movie can't be your favorite sports movie. <laughs> Uh, there's there's a lot of them i mean i think field of dreams i mean i was a baseball player in college and stuff and so field of dreams was man that's classic like you just can't go wrong kevin costner man I, i'd say that but then i think about it being from ohio being an indians fan major league oh you, you can't call them that anymore though chief wahoo's gone <sighs> it, it, that's gonna be it, weird rewatching that movie given that but yeah i know right it is chief wahoo is is gone they haven't renamed the team yet though no they the haven't base, it's the baseball team of cleveland it's still a mystery <laughs> and we're coming up on the season so i'm very much surprised i, I honestly i honestly it. thought that they would go back to like the cleveland spiders from way way back in the day that like, just that doesn't roll off the tongue that, to me but it doesn't yeah that's 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 the thing i don't know i think it'd just be called cleveland yeah well i don't know it's better, it's better than the washington football team <laughs> i didn't both of these just sound so unnatural when yeah, you're right. saying it like when you say oh yeah yeah we got the yankees versus cleveland okay uh, okay but that's fine but then you get in the cowboys versus the washington football team it just yeah. like it that just doesn't weird. sound I think right the cleveland one is better than the washington football team if you just give call me washington the league. least amount of syllables possible <laughs> go full millennial with it the cleveland lit i don't know cleveland rockers <laughs> exactly the rock and roll hall of fame that's fine you know like that's something i I, I feel as though they they gotta figure that out but it's gonna be tough i love major league i i that is my favorite major league we're on we're aligned here yeah yeah that's that's definitely as i think about it you know love field of dreams classic but if i could i'll watch it anytime feel anytime major league's on yeah (laughs) there's no doubt about it (laughs) any last 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 shameless plugs you want to throw in before we head out oh i will always shamelessly plug the podcast so if you want to listen austin rugby podcast it is on your spotify the same places you find slump busters you can find austin rugby podcast the good thing about austin rugby podcast is if you want to listen to texas rugby monthly it's the same stream we're 
poor and we don't pay for much. And so you get Texas Rugby Monthly and Austin Rugby Podcast. It's a two for one deal all the time. You can follow us on social media. Austin Rugby Supporters is on Facebook and on Instagram. We don't do Twitter because we just don't have the time. And yeah, that's shameless plug for that one. Austin Gilgronies, AG Rugby is the new is the new dot com that they have. So AG Rugby, go check it out. Come out, watch a match. If you got questions, feel free to reach out. You know, we don't, uh, I'm, I'm happy. That's how we, the two of us started having this conversation was just like, oh, you have run a podcast? Oh, I run a podcast. And oh, you're in Austin? No shit. <laughs> That's kind of, you know. Maybe at some point we have to actually do a live in-studio type deal, but no excuses. We're, we're in the same town. We, we got to yeah, knock exactly, it out. Exactly. Or at minimum, grab drinks together sometime. But Dustin, we can do that. appreciate, appreciate it, having you on again. As he mentioned, find Austin Rugby Podcast on all your streaming platforms, similar to Slumpbuster. Find us on all your major streaming platforms at Slumpbuster Podcast on IG, at Slumpbuster Pod on Twitter. Come on, don't be a chump. Use our promo code SLUMP at bluechew.com, manscaped.com, and cavebancoffeeco.com. And guys, I just need you to do one last thing for me, and that is stay safe, happy, and healthy, because we'll see you on the next one.